When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Turf Show Times, the podcast instant reaction show. I'm Kenneth Arthur, and for Turf Show Times today, I'm going to be talking about the Rams' 29-22 victory over the L.A. Chargers on Saturday night. Bryce Perkins going 10 of 17 for 133 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. While Lance McCutcheon, an undrafted free agent rookie wide receiver, stole the show and is the talk of the night for the Rams. And that's a good thing for Lance McCutcheon. It's a good thing for the fans that there was exciting football action some seven months after the Rams had the most exciting football action to end last season. So they come back and have another win here, even if it is a preseason game where the Rams really weren't playing any of their starters or pretty much anyone that would have a role on the team this year with a couple of exceptions, and we'll talk about those. So the Rams that you saw on Saturday night were a Rams team that doesn't quite represent the Rams team that's going to be out there in week one against the Buffalo Bills, but still goes to show Sean McVay gets a W. The assistant coaches getting to play call plays on Saturday night get some opportunities there to call plays, and that included on defense with Raheem Morris divvying out play-calling duties to some assistants on Saturday night. And uh, even though Justin Herbert wasn't active for the Chargers and Brandon Staley, of course, holding out his starters as well, the Rams defense does hold the Chargers to 22 points, including eight points in the second half as the Rams come back to win this one, 29-22. We'll quickly talk about that, and then I'll talk about the players who stood out and whether or not they have a realistic, legitimate chance to make the final 53-man roster. And when you run through the numbers, it's just it's up to you. I want to know from you, where do you make a cut? Because... It's easy to say, oh, well, I just saw a player play and he has to have a role on the team because I think he's a good player. It's a lot more difficult when you're now tasked with, okay, but it's a 53-man limit. That's it. There's no way around that unless, you know, you can convince a guy or veteran maybe you cut him and then bring him back a day later. Sometimes teams try stuff like that and it doesn't, the player doesn't come back. So, You don't ever really know what's going to happen. So, you know, when you cut a player or when you keep a player, there has to be a corresponding move. For for someone like Lance McCutcheon to be a wide receiver and want to make the Rams roster, well, we know he's not taking a spot from Allen Robinson. We know he's not taking a spot from Cooper Cup. And we know that he's not really going to take any – put any pressure on Tutu Atwell even at this point or Van Jefferson if he's healthy to get offensive snaps there for the Rams. So we always know, what do we always say about players who want to make the team and they're unlikely to make the team prior to wanting them to make the team? You got to contribute on special teams at a significant level. 
And I don't know to what degree Lance McCutcheon is meant to contribute on special teams. Someone like Brandon Powell, someone like Ben Skowernick, those guys, I know they contribute on special teams. Powell, especially, you know, that's why he would get a roster spot at this point to return them punts. So that's going to be a difficult decision to make if if Lance McCutcheon comes out here for these next two preseason games and continues to dominate you know he's not going up against starters and again I don't think anybody can really expect Lance McCutcheon to come in to the Rams in 2022 and catch 100 passes or catch 30 passes even at that point If you're going to stash a guy like a Jacob Harris, you know, for example, last year, Jacob Harris wasn't going to contribute to the Rams, and they did stash him. He does have some special teams attributes, though, so I know that about Jacob Harris. And I think if there's any hope for Lance McCutcheon, it means you got to cut Jacob Harris. I mean, I just quickly put together a 53-man roster that doesn't have McCutcheon or Jacob Harris, and that's what I was trying to say on Saturday night. I think you got to pick two of four between Skowernick, Powell, McCutcheon, and Harris. So as high as you might be on Lance McCutcheon tonight, are you high enough to give up on Jacob Harris? Are you high enough to give up uh, on Ben Skowernick if you really need to keep Brandon Powell around? So we'll talk about the 53-man roster. And that's not that mine is set in stone. It just means that... I think it's there's there's going to be something here, whether you disagree on a name here and there, the numbers have to say that teams don't typically keep seven wide receivers, so it's gonna be difficult seven, eight wide receivers. You know, it's just it's gonna be difficult to, you know, kind of sell that, especially when we know Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson signed deadlocked contracts here for at least two more years. So how high exactly are you going to be on this wide receiver who has done a good preseason job? And it was very exciting. He made great plays on his plays there. Lance McCutcheon, five catches for 87 yards, two touchdowns, undrafted free agent out of Montana State, 6'2", 200 pounds, and definitely start out on Saturday night. But it's more important that Tutu Atwell didn't play at all. Sean McVay saying after the game that the reason Tutu Atwell not playing, just like all the other guys who don't play, Sean McVay says we have big plans for Tutu Atwell. He's doing so well, and he did. And uh, Sean McVay did this last year with Brian Allen. He's doing so well. Don't you get it? We like him. And we're going to utilize him quite a bit. This is not just a special teamer. This is not a guy that we are going to keep off of the field. So I don't know what it is that sometimes people seem to want to confirm the negative feeling that they had when Tutu Atwell was drafted. I keep saying this. I don't know what is exactly to dispute. If Tutu Atwell is good, he's going to be one of your favorite players. Why not root to be happy? Why not root to enjoy watching the LA Rams and to not, you know, try to confirm what how you felt when you would have rather had Creed Humphrey or you didn't like the fact that he was a lightweight player or you you know you thought that he would be injured and then he did get injured. You know, I just don't really get it because Tutu Atwell, for all intents and purposes, for all that we have seen of him is is got a 
a great personality. And, you know, he's not a bad guy. He, there's other things to really, you would rather have a guy that is, I just don't really understand the point uh, when all rookies should be given, you know, carte blanche to make mistakes and then going into year two, it's it's time to, you know, step up, show up. We all know this. And Tutu Atwell, you know, we're only talking about sitting out a preseason game. I'm not sitting here telling you that Tutu Atwell has already done something. We know that last season, Sean McVay and the offensive coaches talked about how Deshaun Jackson was going to do something, and then he didn't do anything. So I'm not here to tell you that Tutu Atwell is already successful. Also, you know, I'm not here to tell you that Tutu Atwell will be successful. And I'm not going to do a dance if Tutu Atwell is successful as if, well, I was right. I told you you should have had patience with Tutu Atwell because I it's not about me. You know, it's just about, hey, that would be cool because these are the types of players. You know, Tutu Atwell learning the wide receiver position in college pretty much at Louisville. And then he was fantastic. He was great. You know, he was very productive and very exciting and very fast. And he is exactly the type of player that if he goes out there this season and has 500 yards, he'll probably be, you know, your favorite 500 yards. If he has five touchdowns, it's going to be, man, that was so exciting when Tutu Atwell scored that touchdown. And, I just don't really understand the point of, well, I didn't like the pick at the time, so I have to keep on confirming that. Otherwise, maybe I don't know anything. And, you know, I think it's time to admit none of us know anything. Let Tutu Atwell uh, hopefully impress you. And that's why he's not going to be playing in the preseason, just like all of the other players who are meant to contribute a lot of snaps this year for the LA Rams. And personally, I do find it exciting already to know that Tutu Atwell is being held in that regard because second round pick, third round pick, is it really that big a difference? No. And here we are in another preseason where, you know, Terrell Burgess, a recent third round pick, not looking that hot and, you know, out there playing Bobby Evans, a third round pick out there again in the preseason, trying to win a job here and playing a lot of tackle tonight for the Rams and Tutu Atwell is not in that position, even though he didn't play hardly at all, like what, 10 offensive snaps as a rookie, but already Sean McVay is saying, Hey, we want him to be ready to go for week one. And every practice report says, Hey, wow, Tutu Atwell was really starring out today. And trust me, the media doesn't have any reason to lie about how they personally feel about the way that Tutu Atwell performs in practice. I think that there would be, you know, plenty of other guys that they could hype up that haven't given, you know, the media reason to be hyped up, like someone like Jacob Harris prior to his injury, of course, but everybody would have also wanted you know, Jacob Harris was like, oh, wow, what an exciting pick. Why? Because he had never done anything on a football field before. But did you know that he's six, six and runs, you know, a four, three and jumps 48 inches into the air? So you liked his physical profile. And that's why everybody's rooting for Jacob Harris to become a good player. 
But Tutu Atwell, who already is a good player for three years at Louisville and also had a really good combine, but isn't, you know, over six feet and doesn't weigh. And by the way, I mean, if we're talking about skinny, Jacob Harris and Tutu Atwell probably equally skinny, just different heights and sizes. So I think that why not? I would root for both of those guys to be great. Treat Tutu Atwell as well as you treat Jacob Harris. I just don't really get it. Uh, and so Tutu Atwell obviously wasn't out there on Saturday night. Uh, Lance McCutcheon, I told you what his numbers were. Austin Trammell, the recently signed undrafted free agent from 2021 out of Rice, had three catches for 27 yards. And those were the only receivers to catch passes on Saturday from quarterback Bryce Perkins, who has played his fourth straight full preseason game. He played every three, uh, every snap in the three preseason games last year. He played every snap on Saturday. So Bryce Perkins, the preseason quarterback, a pretty good situation for Bryce Perkins to find himself in. And Austin Trammell, I just really liked this guy going into the draft last year. Nobody was talking about him. Nobody knew anything about him. I found him. I said, wow, I like this guy. I think he should get signed by the Rams. And then he signs with the Falcons after the draft and Stips was on their practice squad. And then the Falcons let him go. And uh, so the Rams have picked him up and Austin Trammell already three catches. I mean, he's only been on the team for a week or, you know, 10 days and uh, has three catches in this one. I don't know exactly how many targets went around to the other wide receivers who were out there exactly. But I do know that, uh, I'm happy for Austin Trammell, a guy who I would say is not going to make the roster. And, you know, whatever reasons led him to be released by the Falcons is also notable probably to some degree too. Uh, This is just what you're going to get out of a Rams preseason game. Not a lot of guys that are expected to have long or short careers with the Rams. Plenty of guys who could end up and will end up on the practice squad. However, Bryce Perkins also led the team in rushing 39 yards. He had eight carries. Raymond Kalai and A.J. Rose each had eight carries, too. Kalai had 25 yards. Rose had 19 yards and, you know, drew a lot of praise during the game for the way that of his uh, performance. A lot of people liking what they saw out of A.J. Rose. Jake Funk, six carries for 16 yards. Trey Regas, four carries for nine yards and so offensively in a 53-man roster that I just kind of jotted down quickly and didn't really know if I was going to have the right number when I was done at the end and wouldn't you know it when I got to the end there were 53 and I said I'm not going to make any changes then I don't I know for a fact this isn't exactly going to be right but if I can do this off the top of my head and get 53 names I probably must feel uh, my gut on this was pretty decent. So I'm going with if I have 53 and I have 25 on offense, 25 on defense, and I know that this isn't going to be accurate, but the numbers seem to work out. And then I just would ask you, who are you cutting? You want Lance McCutcheon or A.J. Rose to make the team? I would have to ask, who are you cutting? And where do you think that the numbers are too heavy in favor of another player that you're going to keep, say, seven wide receivers? Of course, at quarterback, you've got Stafford and Wolford. And I don't have Bryce Perkins on mine. 
he could. He was on the roster last year, and we know how you know critical it is that the Rams have a good amount of depth there at quarterback. But I just can't really imagine that if the Rams release Bryce Perkins, that any team's going to put him on their roster. Uh, he they would have to sacrifice one of their own for a 53 man roster spot. And that's one of the biggest considerations that I think fans kind of overlook when they are fearful that a player is going to get picked up on waivers is it's really it's got to be harder to see a guy who you didn't have in camp at all and you didn't invest in you didn't know you know, that he would be available. And then you look at the guys in your locker room and on the names of all that you put down on the list. And now you've got to scratch off one of those guys, guys that you like, because you're going to pick up Bryce Perkins. So how much do you really believe that Bryce Perkins is going to help you win football games? It's really difficult to imagine that happening because on Saturday, you know, Bryce Perkins, he scored a few touchdowns and, Lance McCutcheon looked really good and Bryce Perkins can run pretty good, but I don't think that there will come a time when a team names him a starter in the NFL. It's just not how things tend to go, you know, after you turn 26, 27. So I would say that Bryce Perkins probably can go onto the practice squad if you're Sean McVay. And that's why I didn't put him in my 53 man roster for the Rams. And I still had six wide receivers. So if you're going to put Bryce Perkins on this roster, I would ask you, who are you cutting? Where do I have too many numbers? And and I'm asking you, you tell me at running back, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Kyron Williams and Jake Funk for a total of four running backs. That means no A.J. Rose, no Raymond Kali, no Trey Regas. Tight end, Higby, Blanton, and Hopkins. That means no undrafted free agent rookie, Roger, Roger Carter, no Jamal Pettigrew, no Jared Pinkney. At wide receiver, I had six, Robinson, Cuff, Jefferson, Atwell, Skowernick, and Powell. And so that meant no Jacob Harris, no Lance McCutcheon, no J.J. Koski, no Landon Akers, no Austin Trammell, and no Warren Jackson. And that'll be always the most divisive, pretty much, those decisions there. Because wide receivers manage to do things in preseason and training camp that make you go, whoa, and wow. And at the end of the day, when you really look at it, they don't ever the guys that you argue for never really become starters in the NFL. They never really even become, you know, third, fourth on on a depth chart for wide receiver. You're really arguing for guys that are gonna be sixth on the depth chart this year and next year and the year after that, and then they're out of the league. And that's what you're arguing for. You, you know, you're not arguing for the next Allen Robinson or the next Cooper Cup or even the next Van Jefferson. You know, all these guys that were drafted in the second or the third round. And if you could draft a guy in the first round, those guys, we know that they're going to get their opportunities to start. But a guy like Lance McCutcheon, it's really unlikely that he's ever going to get an opportunity to start in the NFL. That's just true. And it doesn't mean that he won't, you know, overcome the odds and, and become a, you know, a good player. He could definitely do that. I don't know anything. He's just played one preseason game. How could I possibly rule that out of his future? I'm just saying the odds would say that. So that's six already. And like I said, I don't know, I'm sure other people would say, well, I want Perkins on this roster. I want AJ Rose on this roster. 
and I want uh, Lance McCutcheon on this roster, and I want Jacob Harris on this roster. Okay, well, you want four guys on this roster, and I've only gone through four position groups. So who are you cutting? You know, oh, I'll cut Jake Funk. Okay, cut three more. It's going to get tougher, you know, as you actually make the list. So offensive line, nope, boom, Edwards, Allen, Shelton, Havenstein as the starters, and we know that. I have Ankrum, Logan Bruss, A.J. Jackson, Zach, uh, Jack Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Stop making those terrible movies, Zack Snyder, uh, and Bobby Evans. So I have 10 offensive linemen. Maybe you'd say, well, I'd have nine offensive linemen. I'd cut Jack Snyder. I don't even know who that is. Uh, or I'd cut Bobby Evans because he's never panned out. Okay, I mean, are you going to keep eight offensive linemen? Doesn't really seem to jive with what Sean McVay or most teams do. They would keep probably nine, 10, or 11. And I would say... Uh, this already includes cuts like Jeremiah Cologne, who probably wouldn't be cut. You know, he probably could be the, you know, backup center, actually. So I didn't even have him on anything. And so maybe Cologne would have to be on there instead of Snyder. And he'd still be left with 10. So, again, I would press you again. Who are you cutting? Who are you cutting? You can't just say, I keep, I keep, I keep. You have to say, I keep and I cut this guy. I keep and I cut that guy. I keep and I cut that guy. You have to cut somebody if you want to keep somebody. So that would be what I would say to keep in mind if you do feel like Lance McCutcheon and Jacob Harris and Ben Skowernick and Brandon Powell have to make the roster. Do you want to trade Van Jefferson? I'm asking. I'm, I don't know. Uh, so that was what the offense shakes out to with 25 and maybe you would keep cologne and stop, you know, and cut Bobby Evans maybe. So, you know, you'd still be a 10 there, six, a receiver, three tight end, four running back, two quarterbacks. So if you want Bryce Perkins, I know a lot of you in the comments say you do. How do the numbers work out in your favor here? Jake Funk, because there's a special teams guy. It's not just a running back. He's a special teams guy. Brandon Powell is a special teams guy. Ben Skowernick is a special teams guy. So that's kind of where the numbers come in. Bryce Perkins isn't going to be playing special teams. And I don't know what Lance McCutcheon's role on special teams would be either. Defensive line, this was a bit uh, harder. I just threw a few names out there. Uh, I have Aaron Donald, Greg Gaines, Ashawn Robinson, Michael Hoyt, Bobby Brown and Marquise Copeland. You could go with Ernest Brown, who had a sack on Saturday night. You could go with Elijah Garcia or Jonah Williams. I was going to say Elijah Garcia because he had a day where people talked about him uh, just because of a tangential closeness to Aaron Donald in a drill. But overall, we know probably Elijah Garcia is not going to make the team. Maybe Jonah Williams will. This could be an area of some tough cuts. I believe that if you're talking about the three guys we know are going to make it, and then the fourth probably being Bobby Brown, uh, who is suspended for the first six games of the season. So also the Rams have to take that into account. So if Bobby Brown's going to be suspended, then maybe that makes uh, Ernest Brown uh, someone who makes the team. I'd still say you're coming out of here with, what, six or seven defensive linemen. I've got six here, so if you keep six, keep that number in mind. Inside linebacker, you know, I have five here, and this could be one too many maybe. Uh, Bobby Wagner 
Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, Traven Howard, who's on PUP. So that's another thing to take into consideration. And Jake Jervis, but maybe instead of Jake Jervis, it's Jake Hummel. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it's four inside linebackers. I'm also building special teams here. Outside linebacker Leonard Floyd, Justin Hollins, Terrell Lewis, and Daniel Hardy, who seemed pretty good on Saturday night. The rookie seventh-round pick. No Chris Garrett. No Benton Whitley, no Braden Thomas, no Keir Thomas, but that would be four edge players. And I think we got to talk about the Rams potentially adding an edge player between now and week one. Cornerbacks, I have six, and I don't know how you can have any less than that, even though six is a bit of a high number. I just don't know how the Rams are set up to have less than that. They've got Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, and David Long, all of whom, of course, didn't play on Saturday, so David Long really more locked into that third corner's back spot going into week one. And then you've got Robert Rochelle, Darian Kendrick, and Dakobe Durant. And you would think that all of those guys make it. And then some of you are saying, what about Russ Yeast? You know, and I would just say, who are you cutting? That's what I would say. Ramsey Hill, Long, Rochelle, Kendrick, Durant. If you want Russ Yeast, who are you cutting? Are you cutting one of them? Are you cutting Daniel Hardy? Uh, you might cut Jake Jervis, you know, fair enough. But eventually you're going to have to find that number somewhere else for one of your other guys that you want to keep. And at safety, Fuller, Scott, and Rapp, none of whom played on Saturday. So those are the three guys who are going to play a lot of safety this year for the Rams. And my fourth safety, I went with Quentin Lake, another guy who's on PUP. But I just went ahead and went with him anyway, which means no Terrell Burgess in this final 53 and if you want to keep Terrell Burgess who are you going to cut maybe you cut Quentin Lake but he's a sixth round pick from this year and Terrell Burgess is a third round pick from two years ago at this point I think you got to think that Quentin Lake has a higher ceiling and more potential than Terrell Burgess does so I would say if PUP factors in to save him as a roster spot Great. It probably saves Terrell Burgess his job, but if Quentin Lake is able to go, then I think that that would have to be a consideration there to keep him. So that would be 25 players on defense, and special teams is obvious. Riley Dixon, Matt Gay, and Matt Orzich. And that's 53 on the final roster that I have right now after the first preseason game, and I just could not think to squeeze Lance McCutcheon in there based on what happened on Saturday night. And I didn't even get Bryce Perkins in there. And I just would keep saying, well, who do you want to cut? And I'm sure you could give a good name here, maybe on the offensive line or the defensive line or the linebackers. And that would be totally fair. You want to do that? Then I think it's possible because, yeah, Bryce Perkins was kept last year. But overall, I just don't know that what you saw in Bryce Perkins last year or this year uh, in the preseason has resembled a, you know, starting NFL quarterback. So I just think that it's more of a, he knows the playbook. He knows the players. Uh, he knows the coaches and it would be great to keep him on the practice squad. And I think everybody could agree with that. If the Rams could just get, get away with keeping him on the practice squad, I think everybody would agree with that. But if they have to keep him on the roster, you know, that's, that's more of a, I just don't see a team picking him up. Maybe the Seahawks would pick him up 
or the the 49ers would pick him up just because those teams not just having you know questions at quarterback but of course there would just be the okay give us all your trade secrets there about what's going on with the rams but the rams can't worry about having to do that they have to do that with every player i don't know what price perkins is going to reveal you know here's the secret Matthew Stafford's pretty good you know <laughs> is that what Bryce Perkins is going to tell you uh he's you know he would say give it up to Matthew Stafford I, I mean who's going to get any real uh things from getting one of the Rams that they don't know or that nobody knows at this point we're talking about the Super Bowl winning team the, the team with the target on their backs the team that everyone has to beat in order to be the next Super Bowl champions, and so I think, I think it wouldn't uh, necessarily behoove anyone to take Bryce Perkins off of the Rams roster at this point when they probably, you know, especially the Seahawks, they got bigger fish to fry, and uh, I don't know, maybe they would though, maybe they would uh, because Shane Waldron is the offensive coordinator, so. Yeah, maybe they would do that. So don't listen to what I say. Uh, the Well, do listen to what I say on the Turf Show Times Instant Reaction Podcast. Rams 29, Chargers 22. Tell me what you think of the uh, where you'd kind of moving these numbers around to get the players onto the roster in a 53-man format. Stay tuned. I'll be back with J.B. Scott later this week to talk about the Rams' second preseason game coming up this Thursday. And subscribe to Turf Show Times on your podcast apps so that you always get these when they come out.